Bright suns, Batu friends. I'm Michael. Taylor is Taylor. Seven, seven feet away from me. Yay! And Greg is a little bit closer than Taylor is, but I, still out of striking range. I can, I can go get a measuring tape. It's preferred. <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about Galaxy's Edge. Now, I know that we talk about it a lot, but we're talking about it from start to finish. This is going to be the most comprehensive Galaxy's Edge podcast we have ever done. Wait, you're saying no. I didn't say anybody's ever done. Oh, we, okay. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. (laughs) This is the Rex and Around Show. Okay, so as the world knows... We visit Galaxy's Edge a lot. Uh, we all have annual passes of one kind or another. I think that while I am there the most, you guys get there a lot as well. Yes. Yes. Um, now we do. Now we do. <laughs> we have had such an adventure with this park. And I, okay, so what we're going to do today is we're going to tie in the novels that we've seen, the potential movie elements that are going to come into it, and then the park. So it's kind of a three-tiered thing. So we're talking about Batu from a canon point of view uh, through the novels. Batu in a canon point of view, not a rocket launcher. Uh, in what we could be seeing uh, in visual media, okay. and then Batu from a physical park point of view. Now. There's a lot of speculation on where Batu will appear, and we'll kind of get into that. Okay. Um, I think we should start from like the park's creation. Uh, so the park has been under construction for what six years? They announced it There's like a, six years ago, ago that that they were gonna have a Star Wars land. Five years, yeah, five years, five years ago. Whenever they bought it, yeah, so. 2014, 2013. It's been a while. It's yeah. Like a- it's been a long time. Taylor's gonna look that up. I was say, yeah, we did all, we did some research. We just like oh, I know there's just oh, so much information wait, to know we about. It. Know that. So uh, we live near the Disneyland area. So just to to make it easier, we're going to be talking about the Disneyland's version of what the Black Spire Outpost is. Now Disney World has some small changes, nothing huge, but physical park location is kind of a big deal. So yeah. Disneyland is very small. We all know that it's tiny in comparison in to what Disney yeah. World is. So Space how? Wise. How they made it possible was they obliterated a large part of the park. And now what that used to be was that Critter Country, mm-hmm. which was uh, like that petting zoo area. And there was like a barbecue place. That was only just, a piece of it, though. It wasn't even like... Wait, that's not Critter Country. No, it's not. Critter yeah. Country is the entrance by the Rise of Resistance yeah. side by Splash Jam, Mountain. Jam, Jamboree. Big. Okay. Michael knows a lot the more about Galaxy's doesn't know much about Disneyland itself. <laughs> but yes, I see what you mean. There's so many parks, dude. I should have a, I should have a map. Critter Country, but it was a large part of it. No, because that's no, where... it was very small. Uh, Critter Country was where Thunder Mountain was. Yes. It was be like behind... Yeah, no, yeah no. it was past Thunder Mountain. Critter Country By is Fantasyland. where Splash Mountain is. Critter Country is Splash then Mountain. What, um, then what's the other one? J- I, uh, it's, big big, big Bear was, Jamboree. Yeah, <laughs> something, barbecue something. or something or other yeah, with yeah, the petting yeah. zoo. I'm sorry. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> ah. I couldn't go to Disneyland before Galaxy's Edge. Sorry. So. I'm having a tough time. Here's what I'm going to say. There was a lot of wilderness area. Yes. So I did a little bit of research, and I said, what was there before? Okay, so it initially started as like the Wild West desert area. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, then it was... 2012 is when Disney bought Lucasfilm. So six years ago, seven years ago. Wow, so long ago. 
There was a crater. <laughs> Let's go with that. A Let's long time that. ago. In a galaxy far, In far a Disneyland away. 15 miles away, there was a uh, dugout hole area where there yes. was like this desert experience. There's nothing there. This was a long time ago. Then they covered that up to do that barbecue petting zoo thing. So they filled the hole. Yes. And what I just saw on a YouTube video by... Area 51. Yes. By YouTuber Jenny Nichols, I believe her name is. What's her, what's her YouTube name? That's Star Wars girl, isn't it? No. No? No. These are she different. she goes by Instagram, that Star Wars name. Stop. No. Is it not the same person? Yes. No, it's not the same person. Oh. Gosh. Jenny Nicholson. Okay. She's good. She's positive and fun. Sarcastic and fun. That's what's... Jenny true. Nicholson did her research... And this is what I learned from her. <laughs> just, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna just, just say it. Just copied her homework. Is that what you just said? I mean, no. But I'm gonna. I'm giving. <laughs> she had a 45 minute video on just the construction, and oh, okay. I'm not gonna talk about that. But they filled the hole. Literally filled the animatronics. Like everything was still there, and they just covered it in cement. So there's Wait, like in mob style animatronics buried in cement. There's probably some like uh, ET. Super Nintendo games in there too. And then they built all that frontier area, whatever the barbecue and the petting zoo. It was like, oh, this is ages ago. Yeah, yeah. This was like oh. in like 20, 30 years ago. Oh. So they covered it up. But then when they had idea to do Galaxy's Edge, they had to dig it up again. So part of what took so long is they were digging the hole and it was concrete, like it was cement. <laughs> so they had to like tear all of that up. Fun fact. Hit me. My grandpa's company did that. Wow. Cool. Reflex, bro. Uh, well, he, they told me they dug all the holes for Galaxy's Edge. I have a grandpa, too. like, whoa. Okay. okay, I have a grandpa, too. Yeah, dude. Was he on the wrong side of World War II? Oh. Probably not. Oh, okay. Let's keep going. He was. Let's keep, oh, my God. Let's keep going, bro. Let's keep going. We don't have to dive too no, deep into let's it. Let's keep going. <laughs> But, well, this it's is okay. The it's yeah. okay because he defected. All right, so um, <laughs> where we were going with this, I don't know. I don't know anymore. That so, Galaxy's Edge took a long time to build, <laughs> yes. but there was a lot of care that went into it because they had to make it blend with all the parks. And so, anyways, they built the park and they said, okay, we need to build a park that is canon, that can exist alongside Star Wars without affecting. Uh, the actual canon that's already established, which is why so many people are so mad that there's no original trilogy stuff in there. You can't, you can't go back and do that because you can't tell the same stories nope. because there's so much Tatooine and, and what are you saying? Oh, I was moving my mic, but also like you could just go to <laughs> Tunisia and go to the set. You still. can go they, to the set if you want exist. to. I like that they made it a new thing because then it allowed us to have new stories and a new yeah. platform in which to tell Star Wars stories. So there are two rides there, Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance. Now, we currently only have Smuggler's Run, but let's get it a little bit into what Rise of the Resistance is. So it's the first of its kind in this way. It's a trackless ride. It's what they want the future of all attractions to be. So you're in a car. There's no track. It's all magnetized under the floor. Now, this is what's taking so long. They did the whole thing. They set it up to test run it. Didn't work. <laughs> they had to tear up the floor and start over. Okay. Hmm. Those are facts that I do know. That sucks. Yeah. So uh, 
a couple things. They pushed ours. It was supposed to be end of summer, and then they pushed it to December, and now they've pushed it to January. We're not Ooh. getting Rise of the Resistance till January. I didn't know that. Disney World is getting it on December 5th. They're getting it first. Everybody was speculating that it was going to be because they didn't want to put spoilers in it, but then they were just saying that it was spoilers. It seems to be less the spoilers thing and more that it's it's just not working. It's a good cop out. It was a good cop out for a while. Yeah. I don't think that they said, I don't think they ever said it. I think fans thought it. No, I think it was assumed. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured it, but it made sense too. It was probably said somewhere and then, yeah, it just grew from there. So, Rise of the Resistance is your uh, minor spoilers here. You're in a resistance shuttle. And one way or another, you get brought to a First Order starship. Now, my thought is that it's the whole tractor beam pulls you in. Because when you load up, you load up on a resistance shuttle. Okay. I don't think it's a full attack on a First Order Star Destroyer. Now, there is little moments where we've seen captures of an attack on the outside. So you see X-Wings, you see them fighting. Um, but you're inside. Maybe so. that's the capture point. Maybe that's where you start. No? If know. I can speculate. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we get tractor beamed in, and then the resistance comes to rescue us. So maybe hmm. during that ride, we're like freeing prisoners or something. You're in a car, and at a certain point, you're in the hangar, and it's you're tearing through the hangar, and everybody's shooting at you. Oh, that's terrifying. And I don't want to be shot at. Supposedly, supposedly, there are real pyrotechnics, sparks, yes. little explosions. Yes. And there is some way in which the guests will interact with so the ride. What you're saying is they went more along the Universal Studios line. It seems very Universal Studios. Which is something they've never done, really. No. Right? They've never done an interactive sort of experience. Now, we do have things like Midway Mania where you're shooting at yeah. the targets and Astro Blasters. Interactive. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, but it's very still like track-oriented. Yeah. Um, I just hope it's not 3D. So, no. No, no, it won't oh, be. Oh, good. I get headaches. I can hear you breathing, and I don't like it. I know. Pull away. That was... Like, I don't like you it. Make, it was for the 3D thing. It was for the 3D You make fun thing. of my dumb glasses. You know what? Glasses are dumb. 3D glasses. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so no, as of what they've shared, it's not 3d. Okay, good. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yes. Right. And that's what I like about the Falcon. So smugglers run is the other ride that's there. Not 3d. Um, now that ride is very interesting to me because I can't figure it out. And I've been on it about a dozen times. Here's where I can't figure out one time on smugglers run. I got to go through an asteroid belt and blow up TIE fighters. One time. Okay. I did nothing, and our crew did nothing different or spectacular to get to be allowed to do that. My thought is that it, and so I've been on with people who are like, you got to do terrible. Do terribly, and then we'll get, We I did so terribly once that we didn't hit a single target. We didn't shoot a gun. We didn't get coaxium. Like, it was awful. Didn't get that sequence. We then did... The best I've ever done. I, we got like 12,000, which is great because I'm normally around 9,000 total score. 12,000 final score after deductions for being, for damaging the ship. Yeah. No asteroids. So I don't quite know because what now happens is when you go on the, the, the ship, it throws you through the asteroids and you see the asteroids for a split second and then you fly out and down to Batu. That's what we've all experienced. Here's one thing I don't like that is like, it's like, it's, Easy. It should be how it is when you like play a video game. 
or any type of game or you know attraction. You go on Midway, Midway Mania or you go on the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. They tell you in one way or another what you're what you're supposed to do, what the outcome should be. I don't like that they don't do that. They just kind of like here's here's the. Th- I mean, I get it. Well, like they, part they, of the experience. They tell you what your roles are: pilots, gunners, it, engineers. They tell you what you're supposed to do. I will say, it's not like I am better now. Ten times in. Yeah, but a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do that. Exactly. That's my thing. It can be kind of a disappointing ride if you're on for the first time and your screen keeps flashing red because the pilots keep running into everything. And it makes the entire experience kind of not fun. Because they don't, they don't, before you get in there, they don't tell you, even if you're a pilot, they don't tell you what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's Uh, so there's two joysticks. So for those who haven't gotten to experience it yet, the pilots, there's two joysticks. One controls up and down, the other one controls side to side. The joysticks move a lot, the toggles. They, yep. they go very far. However, what you don't know is you're not supposed to yank it, which no. would make sense as an attraction to like rip it one way or another. You're supposed to ease it very little. Very controlled. And so now when I go on, if, if we're not the pilots, I'm like, hey, guys, pilots, like don't. You're going to want to throw it one way or another. Don't do that. Just ease it. And now the pilots do a great job. And, yeah. and it's like, so we went on with these people that knew us from the show and we told them that, and it was like a better experience for that. But we would not have had that experience otherwise. Yeah. Additionally, if you're a gunner, you lose points for not hitting your target. So if you're just spamming it. Your thing is blinking red the whole time, and so you're like, oh, i got to spam it. You're not supposed to spam it. You're supposed to just hit it to hit a target. And it blinks red sometimes when there's nothing to shoot. Exactly. It's really it's, – it's not necessarily the most – Get distracted. <laughs> I did. I got a slack. It's not the most um, no brainer. Like I don't know. It like, doesn't. It, there's no. There's no. There's no tutorial. Even uh, in the smallest capacity. Yeah. So it's a little frustrating. And there's gonna be people in the comments that are like, "You guys are idiots." I've done this every no, single yeah. time, and it's like, well, you know what? No, because I've done it with so many different people that are like those people that are like, "I know what we're doing." Yeah. And sure, you're gonna get a better score. Even but, uh, Dan the Door Builder, he would was like, he was like, no, uh, do do it this way. When you guys did, that's what you're talking about. You did it that way, and it didn't work. It didn't happen. And it was just like, okay, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, there's yeah. no, because I got an experience once where we got to fight Tie Fighters in an asteroid field, and it was such a cool addition yeah. that I was like, oh my gosh, they added more. I've been five times since, and it hasn't happened again. And it's there's not really many detail. You get you obviously get what you're supposed to do. And the outcome, like, oh, you got this much coaxium. And then, like, at the end, it's just, like, it feels like there's something missing. Yeah. And then Honda's like, okay, get off. And you're just like, you oh. You land, oh. and you land, and sometimes they're like, there's a, there's an intruder on board. It's just the cast member who opens the door. And there's different things that allow you more time if the cast member needs more time to get to the door. Because sometimes you sit, and you sit on the – you. I've sat there for, like, a solid 30 seconds once we land. Like, and it's just kind of, like – Hondo's like, you met the my ship. And it's no, no, just, it doesn't sound like a lot of time, 30 seconds. 30 but seconds when you're is. on the ride, yeah, usually when you, you land, he says something and you're off. Like, it's yeah. usually like you're off. So you're literally just the, sitting in the hangar bay and additional like, time, you're like they're oh. scanning the ship and then the doors open and it's done. It's not, it, no, com, like, and I don't want this to be taken as like we're complaining about the ride. No, I'm trying to figure it out um, and I'm trying to decipher. What I'm supposed to do still like yeah. this many, this many <laughs> like rides in 
Because there's a lot of people that go to Galaxy's Edge and because they're trying to see Disneyland and they're traveling, like you get to go on that ride one time. You know what's worse is those people that go on the ride that one time only can go on that ride one time, visiting from out of town, whatever it is. And then they get on the they get on the ride with people that just want to take selfies and videos uh, and the experience is ruined. I feel so bad. Well, my buddy, my buddy came out for his like 50th birthday, came out to visit, big Star Wars fan. He went on the ride and he said, I couldn't enjoy it. Because the experience was ruined by people just taking selfies and recording the whole thing and not actually doing what they're supposed to. Like that's Re- like, rewind to my first time at Galaxy's Edge. That's right. And there was those two anime kids that yeah. we talked about that were screaming, <laughs> screaming yeah. at the top of their lungs the entire time. And like yeah. I said, my experience was ruined. Yeah. And we have, we really aren't like we don't have negative things to say about yeah. Galaxy's Edge. We like it. We love it there. It is such an amazing thing. But I don't get it. Like I, I, I'm trying to figure out like what am the I doing? The ride, not the not the park. How the can ride. I? Oh yeah. How can I do it better? How? Because like the line experience is really fun. But Even if they put like a on the exit, they just put like a um, your high score. Like I mean, one of the best parts of Midway Mania and Astro Blaster is high scores, the high the score, yeah. what you accomplished, what you did right. Like if they put that and then like possible outcomes or anything like any yeah. little bit of detail that you can see like. You had a purpose and you had this. And then you, okay, I want to go back and do this differently or I want to get this score differently. The most fun I've ever had there is when we have a crew of six. Because there's six. So for those of you who haven't gone on, there needs to be six people to pilot the Falcon. So normally you're there with two, four people and you have to have like strangers come in and they take the extra spots. There's no communication between you and those strangers. And like you mentioned, Greg, and like I mentioned, Sometimes they're just, they just don't care or it's their 50th time and it's like, they don't, it doesn't matter to them. So let's just kind of ruin everybody's experience by screaming or like goofing off. And and there's some people that don't understand that you have to, it's interactive. So they sit there and just, they're just Oh yeah. I've been on there too with watching like like this single sweetest, you know, like 55 year old woman from the Midwest. Like nothing wrong. And she just sat there and I was like, I don't know. Reached over and pulled, I was doing it for her and she was just sitting there watching it. And so- it's a little bit frustrating. It's an interesting ride dynamic because you don't you don't control it in the same way you control Astro Blasters yeah. and Midway Mania where you decide how well you do. You that's not the case in this. So I'm I'm very interested to continue to practice and maybe even to speak to cast members to figure it out on a deeper level, but even like that I've read online like this is what you have to do. No, like it, it no, none, nothing, no nothing. And I think Hondo explains it to you a little bit in the little video before you go in, but it's like such a small screen. No, he does. No, it's kind of hard to understand. No, no, what he's no, saying. but he does. And we touched on this and like, he does explain it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's just like, press the buttons when you need to fire him, grab the coaxium. And he talks so fast. But they, even, they need to do it. They need to do it like, um, kind of like what they, I mean, they need to do it, you know, obviously whatever, I, you know, I'm in no place. Like, you guys need to do this. I'm not one of those. What you would like to see. Yes. What I would like to see is like, kind of like other rides where they have screens throughout, throughout the ride. There's, the line's long. There's a lot of spaces for different screens. But, but they I, can be I like. I get that it's, there's one Falcon. Yeah. I think that's what's setting it aside from having that is there's <laughs> one Falcon and you're all supposed to be on the yeah. Falcon doing it. So it's not like beat each other's scores because you're all oh, on yeah. different ships. No, yeah. You know, kind of thing. But I mean, like, if they just, small instructional videos throughout the line, they do it for Indiana Jones. They do it for um, other rides that are kind of interactive. Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. They have, uh, Midway Mania has little, little, I don't think they have videos, but they have, they have explanations. They have printout yes. instructions. So, 
here's here's where like and i want to make sure this gets conveyed correctly i think the ride works oh yeah i don't think they allow the guests to ever be in a situation to access that working dynamic to the degree that they initially planned it to be and i totally understand the six people if it was a four-person thing it would take an extra you know 20 percent long like to to get it done like so i get it um but uh, it's just they're small things. It's a little it's a little weird. So yeah. I'm wondering with Rise of the Resistance, it looks like there's like 12 people per thing. Is you know the grandma from Minnesota gonna affect our scores? Like, and that's where I'm kind of wondering like how interactive is how interactive of, yeah. is that gonna be? I mean, I read a what I read about it was that it, you're no longer you're just on the journey. So what oh, I read okay. is it's like you're on Star Tours but real. Okay, so basically what, and that's what I like. like, But at one point, it was shared that there would be like a weapons part. From what I read, that was like the most recent cat. What is it? Uh, News preview Mm -hmm. that they said it's basically like you're on it. You never, you never leave. You never get off it Mm because at one point they said mm -hmm. it's on and off Mm -hmm. interactive. And I think. I think that's part of the... Are they changing it? Mm-hmm. Or was it maybe the information was misconstrued the first time? Probably misconstrued. Maybe that was a track issue. Because, Taylor, you mentioned you mentioned um, that they did it and then they stopped doing it because... And you mentioned a good reason why they... You said they want no lines. Or, like, yeah. they want to minimize lines. Mm. And if you're getting off and on... And this is what Taylor said. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him credit where it's due. Uh, if you have somebody that's more handicapped and has takes a little more time and... Uh, more care to yeah. get off and on the ride, yeah. that's going to create a huge delay. You yeah. know what I mean? So if they just that do makes it, sense. Yeah, they just, we're not getting off. Getting on, you go through, and then you get off at the end. That makes sense. Maybe there's blasters that you get that you get to shoot stuff with, but like I yeah. think from what I read, the people describing it, it's like way more you're in the interactive journey of people around you, a lot like Star Tours. That I mean... For me, reading it, that's the best way I can explain it. That is ride like is real Star Tours. Break down every twenty-five yeah. minutes. If it's like Star Tours, it's or just it's so ambitious that ride is going to break down twenty. Like you say that, but you haven't been on it yet. But Avatar, the ride in Disney World, is probably the most like it's 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 new. People have compared it to that, and it is amazing. But did that ride? And I would like to look this up. Yeah, before. Yeah, that did it? Was it riddled with malfunctions in the first couple of months? I would assume it's new technology. No, that's not a track, so it is a little bit different. So that ride is basically soaring over California, uh-huh. but, but just like different sections. I I didn't like it that much. I also I waited three it. hours, and I thought that was just a oh, total fa- waste of time. Fast pass. See, remember I said so. We're planning a Disney World trip, and Michael doesn't understand that you need to fa- plan fast passes. No, I understand. And then I just don't. Care. I told him I was like, Michael, we need we need. To, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. I just ignored. And then, thank you. Did you enjoy waiting three hours? No, but yeah. like here's the difference. If like, it's a three hour wait, I just don't go on it, and I don't care. No, but then you go home. You're like, I spent how much money? To go to Disneyland in a different state? Yeah, see, that's, yeah. You can just complain. You know, I'm going to get a mac and cheese cone, and it's going to be fine, dog. You don't have those. Oh, I guarantee they do. Okay, please. I guarantee they have bacon mac and cheese cones at Disney World. Looking uh, it up right now. You are. I don't think Looking it do. up right now. God, you're going to have such an inj- You know what? I honestly don't want to go with you anymore. You, you know what, dude? You've invited so many people so that I'm not going to even be able to see you. Be so, I invited just as many people as you did. No, you didn't. I invited two people. No, you didn't. And technically... Guys, they didn't invite me. 
Well, I think it was, was mentioned that you could come, and then you were no. instantly like, This no. was also no. planned before. Do you want to come? No. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> this was also planned before we even started the podcast. and got. Well, in case busy. you missed it last summer, a little backstory. Last August, we reviewed the mac and cheese bread cone at Disney World. Last summer. No, they're just mentioning when they did it. No. No. Hollywood Studios. That's where you get it. There's also so much food there, dude. Oof. So much food. Yeah, but if you're not at Hollywood Studios, how are you going to get it? He's going to go there every day. <laughs> that's where Star Wars Land is located. Uh, I guess that's the only place you'll Galaxy's be. Galaxy's Edge. That's true. Yeah. So, back Sorry. to it. Sorry. Back to if it. If you ever challenge me wait, wait. on a... I've back to it. You. I've, I've challenged you so if many you times. If you challenge me on some bacon mac and cheese, dude, I will bring down the fire of a thousand suns. Michael, why is your insult deteriorating? Because you only consume bacon, mac, and cheese. That's fine, dude. I'm Honestly, not trying. Though, I would, that's the way I would, I'm not I trying go. to be miserable when I'm 85. Let's, let's get out yeah. of here like 60 or something. <laughs> 60 is a stretch. <laughs> a good run. 60 is a stretch. <laughs> I'm almost 30. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, back to it. Sorry. Back to Batu. Batu it. Okay. Um, so the rides, the rides are, they're red. I mean, yeah. here's, here's where I think Star, okay, so Galaxy's Edge has gotten a bad rap. And it's okay. It did. Why did it get a bad rap? Because of us. You gave no. it a bad rap? No, no, no. Who gave it a bad rap? The media. It's a flop. Yeah. It's a total flop online. So weird. It doesn't affect us, though, because here's where I think the media is short-sighted. Galaxy's Edge is a platform in the same way that any other Star Wars property is to expand upon. So I think the Galaxy's Edge that we're seeing... These are we haven't we haven't hit the golden days of Galaxy's Edge yet. We're at the tip of the iceberg. Yep. So what's going to happen as more Star Wars comes out, the the world kind of evolves and builds itself. We're going to see new things added in. Mm-hmm. We're going to see places be remodeled, redone, changed up. We're going to see Astromex rolling around. We're going to see more characters. You went recently and posted new audio. That yeah. We heard. So so within the last month, I would I would say they've added audio clips around the park that are Sorry. new of the characters from. The Black Spire Outpost book talking. So you can hear them in the different rooms and like up on. So there's like, they're already doing that. They're adding more interactive features. Uh, Vi, Vi Morati. Mara, yeah, sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> I don't okay. know. So this is where we're gonna take now, we're kind of going from the park a little bit into the novel. So this is good. I like this. Um, there's a book that came out called, and I have it. Uh, I just wanna make sure I get the name right Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> no, the, that's already a series of books and it's not Star Wars related. It's called Black Spire. That's it. <laughs> it's oh, called okay. Black Spire. Um, and it's by Delilah Dawson. Okay, so Black Spire is actually a sequel to the book Phasma. Oh, interesting. So Phasma came out, talked about her journey, and through that book, it talked about her battle with this character named the Cardinal. Cardinal. Captain Cardinal, uh, who we know now as Art Artex. Artex. It's getting a little crazy. We know that now because Michael just said it. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, okay. So in that book, they capture a resistance spy named Vi Morali. Morati. Morati. Okay. Vi Morati. I mean, I get this. whatever you say, honestly, oh, we will believe is you. This, the, this is the, the resistance girl that's floating around the base always hiding from the stormtroopers? Bingo. So. I know her name. Oh, this little bug Vi guy. is Whoa. a, she wears, she's like a resistance spy. She wears an orange uh, jacket mm-hmm. and she's got like blue and black hair. Very cool character. She was there opening week, and then they really pulled her back. Yeah. She's 
I haven't seen her as much. I've seen her maybe one other time. I've seen her every single time I go. You've been twice. Three I've times? been like eight times now. I don't think you've been eight no. times. I have. That times. seems like an exaggeration. But guess who only goes at night? You. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. We've gone the daytime. It's just like we sit twice. there. And we're like, what do we do? We can't turn our sabers on. What do we do? <laughs> Can we go home? <laughs> I go for the sabers. Now let's keep rolling. So Vi is a resistant spy. The Cardinal, Captain Cardinal, is also on Batu. It's left on a cliffhanger. Mm. A little bit of spoilers here. The First Order shows up at the end of uh, Black Spire, which is obvious because the First Order is stationed there. Vi is still there. The Cardinal is nowhere to be seen. Um, He's now not Cardinal. He's Artex. So go back a little bit. In the book Phasma, I'm all over the place. Oh, man. I'm gonna dial this this, see what happens when we try to explain books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, terrible. I got this, though. I got this. In the, no, no, no. This is going to be worth it, and it'll be fast. Okay. No, I'm cool. I'm, no, I'm don't. Gonna... Taylor, be positive. He's like, I've had to edit Taylor, two book, Taylor, book no, hang podcasts. on, though. Because no, I'm not mad about the book part. I'm just already lost. He's I'm true. going to, and I need you to just be with me on this journey, dude. Sometimes it gets bumpy, but I'm still here with you, just dude. Just go. Like I need you to right. just give me just a go. chance to explain it. Go. Okay, so... In Phasma, they capture Vi Marathi. She's a resistance spy. They have, Artex finds her, and instead of reporting her, decides to torture her himself because he wants the information. He's against Phasma. Imagine if we're both managers and we're going for like the manager-manager role. And we're like, well, we want more. So that's what they're doing. So Phasma is basically in competition with Captain Cardinal. She ends up basically killing him, Phasma. Vi is released. So he develops a friendship with Vi. Not really, more like a Stockholm Syndrome kind of friendship. He's torturing Vi to get answers. Vi's like, I'm not really going to give you what you want, but here's why you should leave the First Order. She's kind of like, he's brainwashed and she's kind of like penetrating that. By the end of the book, he gets his butt handed to him in a fight with Phasma. They're sparring to the death. Crazy. Very First Order kind of stuff. Vi saves Captain Cardinal because she finds him. She gets released. She finds him. She grabs a ship. They bounce. This book opens up with a freshly recovered Vi. She's pretty messed up from being tortured still, but she's moving and she's ready for her next mission. She's had some downtime. Leia Organa says, I have this mission for you. It's very important. She goes... The fact that you said it's very important probably means it's not. And Leia goes, look, it's not your typical mission, but it's still important. I need you to go find us a new base, which any other resistance spy is like, cool, that's a free vacation. I'm going to go find a base. She goes, here's what I need. I need you to take Artex, who was previously Captain Cardinal, who is now recovering. And while he's not yet part of the resistance, he's against the First Order. And he has information that they need because... And he's the only one familiar with her. So they have a rapport. Yeah. They go to Batu to find a base. As they're going in, they get shot down by two smugglers that are like having a beef with each other. They're like beefing and they're shooting at each other. Oh, they okay. get caught in the crossfire. They go down and crash. When they come through, their ship is stripped clean. Like it's been picked over by the scavengers. They track it down, find out that it was brought to Black Spire Outpost. Savvy's scavengers have picked her ship clean. She goes 
to Savvy and is like, hey, I need my parts back. He's like, hey, I'm willing to work with you, but like I, I paid these guys for these parts, so you I'll give them back to you, you at cost. you got to buy all of the lightsabers available before I give them back to you. <laughs> That's Doc Ondar's. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, she starts working for them. <clears throat> she develops relationships all around Batu. We see Oga. Oga is a crime lord. She is gross and she is nasty. She's very Job of the Hut esque. Um, she kills uh, the Wookiee that was previously running the cantina. Mm. The Wookiee was like her boyfriend, and he cheated on her with a. Oh, so it was Nemoidian. It was, it was just no, not a Nemoidian. Uh, like one of the Greedo type of people. Nemoidian. No. It's okay. It's one of the Greedo people. Moving on. Oh, you can't just say Greedo people. Anyways, that's a little racist. Um, <laughs> now Taylor's the racist. <laughs> um, so they, they go into depth about uh, the Black Spire Outpost okay. and, and how that basically, so you learn that Savvy has this collection of kyber crystals and mm. you it doesn't ever straight up say lightsabers. But like we know from Savvy's workshop like, I got these that they make pretty awful lightsabers there. <laughs> handles. <laughs> that they make, and listen, they're not going to work for a long time, but they'll get you through the yeah. park. Yeah. Um, so sometimes the Savvy's workshop experience is canon. As crazy as that is. Savvy has a relation, had a relationship with, you're being very fidgety over there, Greg. Sorry. I'm, I'm honestly, I feel like you when I try to review a book. Look. Just dial it in. No, it's in, it's interesting. You boys dial it in. Savvy had a relationship with Lor Santeca, who was killed at the oh. beginning of The Force Awakens. Oh, oh that guy. Okay. No more okay. things, Greg. So you learn that she that he has a connection to the Force, though he is not Force-sensitive. These are all elements that set us up for Batu being in, and this is going to ruffle some feathers, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Because they need to rebuild a rebellion. Resistance reborn. Mm-hmm. So are they going to use the park in the movie? That's the big question. What do you guys think? Um, I don't. I think they'll rebuild a set. I don't think they're going to include the no, park. No, are they using that too? I think that's what Taylor <laughs> oh, means. No, I, I was being no, kind I, of... I oh, were you saying? I was being about that. No, I think it would be sick to have... Sorry for trying to have a real conversation ah, with you guys. Ah. I, I can see it. Um, I'm not sure how much of a presence it'll have. I see more of a reference and it's just like they're there and they're leaving type thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a... A nod. Yeah. Okay. I think, the, and then you'll, I think you'll see the layout. You know what I mean? Wow, like a like this like the skyline. Yes, like maybe not the park Batu, but like maybe even just like actual like Batu. Yeah, that's like the market and everything. Maybe. What do you think? I agree. Same. No, I, I think that the that I think maybe the resistance base, which goes into that ride, is going to be a lot more like actually in the movie. I think that that would make a lot of sense. So, I I it's, I would like to agree with you guys, and I hope that it goes that way. I think that they're going to kind of panic a little bit and just mention it. Yeah. Hey, we got yeah. all these kyber crystals. I've heard word that there's kyber crystals on Batu or something. Like, you know, I, I think that we'll see some kind of At this point it's been in two to three books. Well, I think I don't think has. that it will go so far into like the city and marketplace and all that stuff, so much as I think it will go into like the resistance area of Galaxy's Edge or Batu. Yeah, because in Galaxy's Edge there is like the resistance yeah. hideout, essentially. 
I think that that area they'll recreate in the movie. And you think it. that it'll physically be in the movie? I think it could. Okay. I think that makes sense. I think it could, but it's just, yeah. I mean, if they're tying it in this strong, I think that it would make it's sense that they quick, would. It's going to be quick, though. It's not going to be that. It must be quick because they're going to be like, the fanboys are going to hate this. Yeah. People like us are going to love it. It's going to be, a, It's they're going to say, oh, they just, uh, what do they call them? Like, um, cash, cash. Yeah, it's cash cow. Yeah. So I think that. Okay, so Batu has appeared in Thrawn Alliances. Thrawn Alliances, yep. Phasma, now that we know, right? Han it... Solo comic. Oh, has it? Han yep. Solo movie. They it mentioned it. Black Spire. Black Spire. Yeah. They mentioned Black the Han Post. Solo movie. They have a whole book about it now. Um, and it's. I assume it's in more comic There's books. Also, we... the, it has its specific comic book that's like sold in Disney. There you like go. Edge. So there's a lot of canon. Now... Is there another planet we've seen this much reference to that has not appeared in in a movie? That's so. I, I really don't because now that we've visited Corellia in Solo, mm-hmm. we've visited the only place we didn't really visit was like the New Republic. Um, oh, we did. They, they got were, destroyed. <laughs> they were destroyed. Yeah, you, you're there for like thirty seconds. <laughs> I think everything else that we've like seen in you know. On the we call it like fringe canon. Yeah, I, I think this would be the next logical thing to bring into the inner circle of canon. Yeah. <clears throat> so then it goes beyond into to what degree, and and you guys mentioned that you think that we'll see it for a brief moment. <clears throat> Do we see savvy? Do we see Oga? Like, are are they going to go that far? I think there'll be background characters. Will Hondo be a part of it? I think they're gonna well. <laughs> I think a few of them are going to be like cameos. They're going to drop cameos, kind of like in Rogue One with I'm terrible again. I'm terrible with names. I forget my name sometimes. Rogue One had Jin bump into the guys from the original Cantina. Honda, Baba, and Doc. There you go. Uh, Evazen. I always forget his name. The Doc. Which is it shows how small the galaxy really is. Yeah. And so they they had little cameos like that, and it's just like as soon as that happened, the three theater was like, oh my god. Oh! Yeah. Granted, I don't think many people will have that reaction to. Doc Ondar or uh, I Savvy. I mean, yes, but it's going to be a do very niche crowd. Do we know what they look like? There's not really pictures of them. I think right? Doc Ondar you do because he's there. Doc Ondar is there. He's the oh, well, um, Doc, right. But, like, but Savvy. No. Or no. Um, it's going to be so they're, they're going to okay. name drop it. Um, I don't. It's gonna see. I don't think it's gonna be a heavy part because it's a very niche crowd that's gonna know. I wonder if they'll be in the movie and then there's gonna be something that comes out after that. Go, you go. Oh my God, they're in the movie. Let me see. I have a feeling that that's where it'll be because unless they're in a comic or something, because I don't know, I don't know that it would. Yeah, it's one of those things. How much are they gonna end the the saga? Are they gonna end the saga and not reference much of it? But that's not true because Mandalorian, they're still referencing some things. That's Oga. So Oga, oh where, so wait, where else have we seen? We've seen this same species in yeah. Rogue One. So in Rogue One, this species is lying on the in the cell with Jin. Oh yeah. Uh, we also see it a couple times during the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. The species, the species is Bluetopian. Species, species. <laughs> so that's Oga, and then I guess we could look up Savvy. Savvy's a, oh no, sorry. Oh wait, Oga's not the Hammerhead guy. No, that's Doc Ondar. Oh, she's yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm yeah, terrible with names. Yeah. There's a lot. I I don't really think that we're gonna go into no, the two. I think yeah. that it will be. Hmm. I think that what the. I think that what would make sense for them to do is if they were to show you more of the depth that 
Black Spire has. Savvy. Savvy's a dude. So normal. we have seen references to both of what they would look like. That's like, that still looks like concept art. That's it, like it, a, it's a light sketch. Also, Savvy's workshop is still listed as Legends. Oh. So that's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to get a nod. I don't see them. I think that it, it. maybe like a flyover. Yeah. That's you'll that's like, like, you'll yeah. pass it, but, see the but, but it. fly over to the resistance base. And yeah. it will be like, hey, there's actually death. They may not it's even not, mention it. It's just going to be like the, it's, it, it's yep. there. And you're going to yeah. spot it. And you'll mm-hmm. see it and be like, oh, and yeah. then move on. Yep. Just like even in um, in The Force Awakens, you get in uh, Maz's, Maz, what do you call it? Palace or Palace? Castle. His castle, mm-hmm. you get the, the you get the um, the flags. Like the, there's a bounty yeah, we hunter. do see the Boba Fett. Yeah, uh, there's Boba Fett. Then uh, there's even the file of Ferris, which is very obscure, very small. They're all like that, but it's like that is all like little knots. You know I mean without really saying it? Like, do we think, see that? Hmm? Is that? I mean, because you you think we're going planet side. <sighs> I just knowing Disney and well the Disney Star Wars. Yeah. Um, when we say Disney, it's like the Disney era of Star Wars. I I don't know if they have the confidence to do that um, we've talked about this before on like that they have to be very careful yeah that's why i, I was could, like i could, could easily they, see jj doing it they could but they also could not like i said it, taylor said it could just be a flyover like it's not gonna be mentioned yeah but they're gonna go somewhere and we're here and then like you've seen the you see this and you see the black spire or something like that you know what i mean I think it would make the most sense if they fly over to the resistance base that's on batu yeah and i think that that base would make sense for them to have it yeah I think that that would make a lot of sense, and that would add a lot more depth to the ride. But with the but I don't know at this point care. in the movie, with the first order being stationed there and the the re- resistance being so small, but I think worse. I'm thinking that they condensed the park to be closer together than oh, it yeah, actually no, is. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like they fly over the Batu that we know. Yeah. Okay. And they go to the res- resistance yeah. base. It's like really not close to be like, hey, this is why Ray and those people can walk through and you yeah. blur the lines a little of like where those parts are. I see away, what you mean. You know? I see what you mean. So here's where we have something that's kind of interesting. On May 11th and June 29th, J.J. Abrams toured Galaxy's Edge with Kathleen Kennedy and Bob Iger. Yeah. It doesn't appear that Ryan Johnson was brought along. Um, I mean, I can double check. They had media day. They were all there. Dave Filoni was there, all the like the thing before the park opened. But where are you going with this? Yeah, what's interesting about it? <sighs> I'm. You're trying to make it interesting. I'm trying to see if there's a connection. Mm. If there's a connection to J.J. Abrams visiting the park and it being, because it was, Steven Spielberg also visited once when J.J. Abrams was there, um, but he's pretty closely tied. Um, let me see when Ryan Johnson. Visited Galaxy's Edge. So I, do you think it's going to be, and I think this is what you're hinting at, you think it's going to be a living world? Yeah. Essentially. It's going to evolve. Like, it will continue to be in Star Wars. Well, I, I think yeah. so, moving I, forward. I absolutely agree with that. Now, with all the First Order that they put into it, there's, I mean, it's heavy First Order. Do you think they're going to switch it up? Well, but if you look, so if you look at the map, yes. But if you look at the map, it's it's like the marketplace is its own specific yeah. thing the first order area is its own specific spot yeah, yeah, and agree. then like you know so they have it's all it's like four different areas in the place so i i easily see them being like okay now that like 
we have something bigger and better than the first order and it's going to like right into taking over Batu, then they can replace it. But until then, I don't I don't know that they'll change that. You yeah, guys somewhere um, Ryan Johnson did not join them on any trip. The only people that were there both times were Bob Iger, Bob Iger, Kathleen Kennedy, Steven Spielberg, JJ Abrams. They're the Ooh. only ones who tore it together. Right. That would make the most sense. It wouldn't make sense for a previous director to be involved. Why would it make sense for a current director to be involved? PR. Well, He's... that's but that's what I'm saying. Like bringing him there. Why? Like no, he has nothing to do with Galaxy's Edge at that time. But he has to do with Star Wars. Yeah, but so do a lot of people. But he's the current guy in yeah, charge but so of Star is like, Wars. So is John Favreau, and so is Dave Filoni, and they were not there with them. They were there. They though. were there, but they were not there with them. That's what I'm saying. I'm linking them. They were all photographed together. They were together in their own crew. The other guys had another time and another day that they went. Is JJ producing more than just episode nine right now? I don't think it's slated as anything else. I know that he's like a creative director for Lucasfilm to a degree, but um, no. So I'm just saying it it plays into our theory that it will be valuable to J.J. Abrams' movie because why else would he have gone both times? Um, and they they kind of released they released all of this information very fast and all before the movie. Those books came out really quick there's there's been a lot of books come out recently and like i'm talking like within weeks of each other and we're seeing a lot of emphasis put on these parks right now like Mm -hmm. star wars is championing yeah champion you got there yeah these parks as like the place to gather i mean and so it, it does make me wonder like I do think this is like a living breathing organism that will continue to evolve and grow so you know the Maybe at some point the marketplace is completely flipped on its head. I would, I would love this. I would love to see in The Rise of Skywalker something physical happens to Batu. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. A building gets bombed out because how many buildings are there that we have no entrance to but yeah. have doors? Yeah. There are so many. If you go down by the speeder area, there's two buildings right there that are huge and they have doors and you can't go in them. So it makes me wonder. That's a cast member bathroom, bro. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I've never seen cast members go into that one. Like, it's just kind of sealed up right now. You're talking the one below the First Order flag? There's one there, too. Oh, you're talking the other ones. Okay. On the other side. So there's a speeder area, and there's these giant cylinder-style buildings. Huge. And there's doors, but there's no way to go in. And no, I've never seen anybody go in. Um, but they're the same blast doors that are everywhere else in the park. There's also that giant door by the First Order area. Mm-hmm. I would kill to see something physical. I wouldn't kill. I don't want to kill anybody. I would love <laughs> to see. I'm some... a racist. You're a murderer. Man, this <laughs> podcast is going down. I would love to see something physical happen in the movie. And then we go to the park. And it's there. Yeah. I mean, they do it with... Holidays. Disneyland does it with holidays. Yeah. You wake up, um, like, what, September 1st, right? Sixth. And it's Sixth? Like, overnight. All of a sudden, it's Halloween. Halloween time. Like, they could do it. But this would be ambitious to have a movie tie into a park. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I would be, love it. would be awesome. It'd it. be a good, you'd be all of a sudden walking, you're just like, wait a minute. It'd be, it would bring in crowds. I would be so pumped. 
a side note to the switchover. Mm-hmm. I realized last time I went to Disneyland that the Nightmare Before Christmas ride is up five out of 12 months of the year. Yeah, it's just a, a long while. time. Yeah. I was like, it. I don't know why that blew my mind so much. But I was like, because it's two, it covers two holidays. And they open it in like middle, what is it, middle of September? September, like the beginning of September yeah. and it ends February. Yeah. So it's a, a lot of people dislike it. What about people, seasons it. in Batu? That would be dope. Do we, do we think we'll start to see it? I mm. mean, because that's, there's so they, much real estate, dude. By yeah. where the resistance area is, there's nothing over there. It's empty. Even, even a, the transition oh. from, like you said, from the first order to where the droid building thing, there's, there's a lot of space. There's a bathroom. That's it. There are also by those like in that same bathroom area. There, like, there's blast doors everywhere that mm-hmm. just don't open. Yeah, they they have to be scheming so much stuff that they're like, we're gonna get you through this year with just the plain old Batu, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're gonna go. And once a new movie comes out, and once the ride opens, we're gonna go. Hey guys, remember all those blast doors? Yeah. Rixing around was right. Was yeah. The the problem is though it's gonna become and this is what I worry about is it's going to become so good that we're not gonna be able to like hang out in there anymore. It's gonna be so packed because right now it's pretty empty and you can kind of just take control of the land and run about and have a good time. Um, but I I do worry that it's gonna become very popular. I'm not that worried about I'm not it. That worried. Okay, I'm not either. Then. So we know what we know what you know why we're not worried because we have like the lower passes, so we can't <laughs> go often anyways. Uh, I'm gonna have the higher pass by the time it gets <sighs> oh, to be all those things. So yeah, Greg. <laughs> so I, I got the I got the lower pass. Like, oh, you can make reservations on weekends, and I didn't look at October or the holidays where you cannot make <laughs> reservations on the weekends at all. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, but you have one day off a week, but now you're streaming all day. Yeah, bro. I've, I've, I'm sorry. I have like things of my own now. No, do it. But <laughs> not but, on my time. No, balance it. <laughs> the Rex and Around account has become neglected. We had 600 visitors over the last seven Hold on. days. You know why it's, you know why it's neglected? Why are we arguing about this on you the podcast? You know why it's neglected? Why? Because. Blame it on will, me. Watch. Go for it. Tell me why. Duh, do it. Go duh. for it. Yeah. How is it my fault? You will, you will respond to people. And like a personal conversation where it's like, I, I really can't contribute to this. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to respond to this, that it's Michael. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about DMs, dude. Oh, okay. Never mind then. We're good. <laughs> I texted you the other day. I said, hey, can you post a picture of yourself? Because it's the Michael show on there right now, dude. Yeah. And yeah, it started as my thing. It's my, sure. It's my account. I put together a podcast. No, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> I put together, I put together the crew. I get it. I'm, I'm the, um, give me a second. Who's Han Solo's guy? Starts go. with a D. Chewbacca. No. <laughs> Who's go. in Solo? Uh, its name is... It's, it's, it's Dando Calrissian. Dando Calrissians. Um, Wait, the damn Dando Calrissians of this crew. We're talking about... Uh, what is uh, his name? I, I know it. I'm just... Give me a sec. Hang on. What's no, happening? I, is Dando Calrissian the real person we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where have you oh, been? I don't know what's happening anymore. Her Beckett. name is Val. Beckett! It still oh. didn't start with a D. I will say D. What's happening? The Beckett. Dira? Beckett. So I'm the Beckett and I put together the crew. But like, it's like, I'm, I'm like literally like, post yourself too, guys. Hello. Anyways, I guess we can talk why, about that Why do you both keep looking at me? You're not posting anything either, dude. I don't know what I'm allowed to do on there. 
I just like have the password yeah. and I'm like, what do I do? It's our, I gave it to us. Like you're, I turned Rex and around into but us. See, you're know, all, but you're the one at doing Star Wars things. We, this is our Star Wars and then we don't have passes so we can't really get, well, we, we have passes. Then do that thing where you screen record the funny moments of the podcast and put it up. But those get so no attention. <laughs> Nobody, everybody just no, like, but uh, you know what, dude? If five I'll, I'll people comment on it, then it's worth it for us because little five, we're looking, we're looking, interacting with five people. <laughs> well, this has been a great episode, guys. No, but really, it has. And I, I think we exposed <laughs> oh, oh, Galaxy's Edge Ooh. exposed title Ooh. of this Are we episode. Clickbait? <laughs> I think Expo- we exposed Rex and Around Theory <laughs> a lot of like what could be happening in the park. I, I love gonna, it. Yeah, it's gonna. I want it, I want it to evolve. I'm not sure how they'll do it, but I'm excited to see if they do it and how they do it. So yeah. I think our top theories are it will evolve. Absolutely. It might be in the movie. The These smallest are the smallest Our wish list. Our wish list. It would be that it would evolve. It Absolutely. would be that they bring it into movie canon, and it would be that whatever happens in movie canon affects the physical part. Yes. That's not that hard. Dude, to totally I I really really think that they just like we're like okay here's the park we're not even gonna give you what we're yeah. doing. Yeah. With this no, park. I I agree. There's no way that they would have all those droid marks and all this crazy stuff and only put two stormtroopers out at a time and then the like couple characters every once in a while. You know they're thinking harder than yep. that. Yep. And it's just Ray how, and Chewie show up occasionally. How uh how long until you think um Adam Driver shows up as Kylo? And, and that's another off? thing, is that's December. So? so and I did think about that. I thought there's ways that they can bring these actors to do, even if it's just PR or press or whatever, they have a platform to do it to where they can close the park for an hour in the morning, bring in their actual characters, do something, and now that's like canon. You know, yeah. they, they can do short they films. They did it and, with um, Spider-Man. Yeah. They did it with um, I don't know Johnny Depp. Else. Okay, yeah, he's there all the time. No, he was, actually went on Pirates of the Caribbean as... No, I know. He's okay. done that multiple times. Yeah, he's done a few times. Um, I don't know who else they did it with. That's the only one. I I see that. That's absolutely I mean, happening. In, in those two, that's good. Like that's good enough those for me. Those are big names. Like why wouldn't they do that with Daisy Ridley? Yeah. I, yeah, I see it. Maybe not Daisy, but maybe maybe Daisy's like like a real special one that's like more just for or, a video. You know what they do is they do Adam Driver. He comes out in full Kylo gear. I see him, and then all of a sudden. But I see them leaving him up on the rafters. Oh, he'd up have on the to. stage or up. Yeah, on the stage with the ship, and then Daisy comes out. And like, ah. I could also see them casting Vi in who's the character mm-hmm. there. They were good. Sh- I could see them casting her in the movie. And then that's our crossover. Yeah. Is like if they do nothing else, they bring her into the movie. And maybe she's just standing in the background or something. But like, you're like, in the same way Chopper was in Rogue One and yeah. they said Hera's name and the ghost yeah. was there. It's the same kind of thing where, oh, hey, we know that. We know that. That's yeah. our thing. It's you relevant. know, and relevant. You're going to make it relevant. Yeah. Good theories. This was a fire podcast. Fire. What are we at time-wise? We are ready to be done. Cool, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you see us in Batu, we love it when you say hi. It's half of the fun of going to Batu is getting to meet Star Wars fans that we know. And then even the ones that we don't know, we challenge them to lightsaber battles, and then we know them by the end of the night. Yes. Yes. If you see us in Batu, say something. Not to the cast members. Tell us. Don't report us. Don't report us. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun. Um, special shout-out. To okay. Jesse. All about these. Our Batu photographer. Oh, yes. yes. Always taking care of us, taking the raddest photos. Um, she's awesome. And we've become friends with some. Does she listen or she park. just knows us? I, I don't know. Maybe she does. But maybe if you see Jesse in the park, she hangs out by the Falcon and um, 
takes photos, and she she normally like cares for the photographers if she's not taking photos. Say what's up. She's got black hair. Tell her that the Rex and Around crew black hair. said to say what's up. It's very like notably like just straight black hair. Yeah. If it's, a, if, it's a, if it's in nighttime a bit too, it's all of them because it's dark. <laughs> Go find Jesse. Tell Jesse that she does an amazing job. Um, and then, yeah, if you see us in the park, say what's up. Uh, until then, if we don't see you in the park, we'll see you on the next episode of the Rex and Around show. Yes. Kill the spire, baby. To the spiders. To the spires. Kill the spiders. Oh. <laughs> Michael's going back to his murderous ways.